Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you happen to be in this big, beautiful world that God created. Welcome to Ultra Life Today. Uh, We're having an engaging conversation that's a continuation from last week with our dear friend, Mary Jane Fry. She's a PharmD, a nutritional consultant. We have wedged her in between us so that she cannot escape the studio. (laughs) And no, we haven't been here for a full week. And I've got Adam Payne on the other end of the table. Hey, Josh. uh, What's going on today? Oh, it's another beautiful day. It is, actually. And I'm really looking forward to taking this conversation to the next level. There was a story that you shared with us early on. We have a product called Endolift. Exactly. Which was developed by a guy named Charles Gant. He's a MD, PhD, and his whole focus has been on brain health and neurotransmitters, addiction uh, medicine. And he developed Endolift as a, essentially the idea is, well, neurotransmitters are made of amino acids. And if we provide all the building blocks for those amino acids in abundance, maybe the brain will make those neurotransmitters quicker, faster, better. What we found was that the replenishment, if you provide the building blocks, Mm -hmm. the body, the brain rebuilds these neurotransmitters very, very quickly. Like within five minutes, we Mm. get a huge boost of it. So we developed Endolift as a way of providing a gradient in the blood that is 10 times higher than what's normally there, right? And so the idea is these six amino acids are the precursors for the encephalin system and the dopamine system in the brain. And people that take it, they get a boost in their endorphins. The encephalins are part of the endorphin system. Almost an immediate feeling of well-being. Reduction of stress, organized thoughts. Everything Uh, feels good. I call it a runner's high in a cup. Yeah. Uh, And we were just kind of bouncing along with it, thinking, oh, we're going to make the world a happier place. And then you told a story about this this gal. Could you recount that story for us? So this woman had had a cancer that the doctor had said she could not take estrogen again. And she was in her 30s at the time. So she had not been sleeping for years, 13, 14, 15 years, something like that. Wow. That will age you in a hurry. That's horrible. Something, or Endolift came along, and I said, here, try these samples. And within 10 days, she was sleeping. And she still uses it. So it's it's amazing. Yeah, and, and that's something that you remember, Adam. It was, it was one of my friends in Arkansas. He and his grandfather, who was dealing with cancer, intuitively his grandfather said, I'm just going to try this stuff at night. There's nothing in it that can keep me awake. And uh, they were both wearing those watches, you know, that measure mm-hmm. when you go yeah, into REM your, sleep and all that when stuff. When you go into your phases yep. and how long you stay there. And sure enough, he um, did it for a couple of days and said to his grandson, he's like, or his nephew actually, he goes, "This is amazing. You got to try it." And so he did. I think I mentioned it to you that it's mm-hmm. you got to give it a shot at night. And we've got lots of people now, Adam using it at night to get a deeper quality of sleep, to stay in that zone of, of, of REM sleep longer. And, of course, we all know that renews, regenerates, recuperates, restores your body. And that's almost always I put them on it at night. I had another woman who actually has two sons that are both in different forms of stress, teenage to in their 20s and 
It's a lot of stress. So she bought a bottle kind of for her to sleep, but she wanted to see, you know, if it would help them. And they actually have both asked for second bottles and maybe they're on their third bottles now. Oh, really? And, and, and addiction support and that kind of thing? Yeah, I mean, and I'm not sure addictions completely. One has pain and different things and one just genetically has some some pieces that look like could use some extra neurotransmitter support. So. Yeah, you know, we've, we've, we have a gal here at our, that works in our offices with terrible, terrible ADHD kind of like symptoms. She'll be, <laughs> she focuses on her phone and she has to like check her phone every couple of minutes to see if somebody has like texted her. And then you try to get her to do something and she'll focus on that and then she'll be focusing on her phone and this and that. And it's like her attention is going all over the place except for doing what she's supposed to be doing. And we almost fired her. She started herself on Endolift, and her demeanor has changed completely. She's able to focus. Yep. She's able to relate to people. There's kind of a spark and a depth of conversation in her eyes, whereas before it was kind of like, I got anxiety. I can't mm-hmm. focus. And so there was all of this. It was terrible. It's a horrible place to be when your brain is so scattered. When we talk about genetics mm-hmm. and getting those uh, those predispositions, understanding where a supplementation with enkephalins is can be hugely important, especially in dopamine and all these other neurotransmitters that might be genetically lower in our lives. Uh, and then you have issues with like uh, different cancers. I mean, it, it's a it's a palette, right? I am grateful that we have practitioners like you, Mary Jane, that allow us that you share stories to us about where these products are having benefit. It really um, it gives us so many new new and fresh ideas. It's such a great combination between us to be able to have the tools to use, and I love being able to tell people Ultra Botanica is a local company. Um, the science was done at OMRF and, you know, different places, but it just, for people who are embedded in Oklahoma, they love that connection. We've been talking about endolift and neurotransmitters and supplementation and genetics and bioidentical hormones. Endolift is a neurotransmitter uh, product. It's six amino acids that are the precursors for the encephalin system in the body. DNL, phenylalanine, methionine, leucine, uh, tyrosine, and glycine. And it's a drink mix, and it, um, it, uh, people can self-regulate on it. You, ha- you were telling, Josh, some uh, interesting stories during the break about some guys that actually thought that it would be dangerous for them because it was so uplifting. Yeah, and one of them is our dear friend, uh, Kyle, Kyle Drew, Super Health Radio Show. Yeah, Kyle had said, and this gentleman that's a good friend of mine in Florida as well, that they were taking a full scoop of that. And, you know, when, when, and it was originally created, we need to let people know that it was originally created as a unique tool by Dr. Charles Gant to help individuals that have an active addiction to opiates. And so they might even take as or, many or as... Or methamphetamine. Right, so, or yeah, either one. And they might even take up to two scoops a day at, at various times. And they find that the as the brain is fed what it needs, that those drugs have been falsely stimulating. And, and so the body's no longer creating those, manufacturing those. They were finding that as they just continued to utilize these amino acids and maybe a couple of other supplements that Dr. Gant would recommend, that their actual craving for the opiates simply goes away. Yep. It's not like they even have to try. I'll just give a brief example. So people that are opiate addicts, they're essentially replacing the enkephalins in the brain. The brain stops making enkephalins. And so you take away the opiates out of the person that wants to go into recovery. 
the brain is essentially going into crisis, neurotransmitter crisis. It doesn't have encephalus. And you run screaming and kicking back to and, the opiate. And the, and the brain literally will do whatever it needs to do to get those neurotransmitters back into function, including getting the stuff that's the artificial stuff. Okay. You know, it's an interesting phenomenon for opiate addicts. When they first start using opiates, they'll get nauseous. And that nausea is because of the body is rejecting these artificial encephalins. And then finally it gets over that and then it uses those natively. And again, you take the opiates out or the methamphetamine out of the body and the body essentially is in neurotransmitter crisis. So Dr. Gant said, well, let's, uh, rather than trying to, you know, restrain the person, lock them up, sedate them, let's just replenish the neurotransmitters that were depleted okay. and fix the problem at its root. And that's where an endolift comes in. It's those six amino acids, which are the precursors for the encephalin system. And it's pretty magical stuff. Yeah, and I'm glad we took that detour because I want people to understand what a beautiful tool this is. And we have such a crisis in the country right now. It is now. a crisis, yeah. So, but back to our story. So my friend in Florida and our friend Kyle Drew were taking Endolift and they were taking a full scoop at a time. And where I just kind of have this beautiful feeling of well-being, reduction in stress, anxiety, my thoughts are organized. Um, they would like have an Endolift high that went much higher. Oh, than I mine. remember the first time Kyle then, had his first cup of Endolift. Yeah, we he were sat in the chair and he was like, "Ooh, I like this. <laughs> yeah, the, I've yeah. never felt this good before." Yeah, it's rem it's remarkable when you take amino and <laughs> when you take amino acids on a partially empty or an empty stomach, they move across the blood brain barrier so Very rapidly, quickly, yeah. and so within five minutes, people will feel this. Most everybody does if yeah. they take it during the daytime. But so yeah, but what would happen to to them, Adam and Mary Jane, is that they would then go from this really much higher than where Josh Bellew is on endolift feeling to where they would feel like they fell off the cliff. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, And so from there, it's just like the crash was so bad, it was just like, oh, I want to be back up there. This is not any fun. But we have found that when people take a much smaller amount of that, and that's what's cool about Endolift as well, it can last some people up to 90 days. And I, and I know intuitively how much I want to drink, and I don't want to do more, and I don't want to do less. I want to do that amount, and I know it, it's going to feed me in a particular way. But years ago, I went into the Whole, um, Whole Foods, and the woman that was running the nutrition department at Whole Foods was showing us that you could hold the bottle, and if you swayed forward, you needed it, and if you fell backwards, you didn't need it. Way, I know though. it sounds pretty crazy, but it's pretty fascinating. So over it the is. years, I have had women come in with their bottles and or grab a bottle and they will test themselves. Better on bare feet than with shoes on. Interesting. Better not when to have a weighted backpack. You know, on oh, well. first. No, I've had this one woman, she'll start and she'll muscle test and then she'll go, oh, I better take the backpack off. And she'll test differently <laughs> when she's got that weight on her back. So yesterday I had a new patient. She started talking about muscle testing. And I said, well, here, take this bottle and try it then. And um, I said, what kind do you do? And she said, oh, I just do the swaying method. And I said, me too. That's what I know. <laughs> um, so she wants to learn, you know, how you actually test, right. you know, with the, well, the well, tr muscles. More traditional yeah. kinesiology kind yeah. of thing. But yeah. It's fascinating. And, and I can hold a bottle and I can 
fall forward or I can fall backwards. Now, uh, I, Kenzie Taylor, uh, do you know Kenzie Taylor? Only from your from, uh, podcast. She, she actually, I, this is where the hokey factor went out the door for me because she says that they, they put the bottles in a bag when you can't see what's in there and they can test consistently without mm-hmm. knowing what's actually in the bag. There's energy. There's so much energy in our body that we just don't understand yet. So in the blocking of the energies and those. so And I just have to mention, Dr. Brian Frank and Kenzie Taylor, if you followed them to their shopping experience, they just need a T-shirt that says, I'm a swayer. Because I kid you not, <laughs> I, I kid you not, Brian will go and pick up something that says it's organic, you know, at a store. And he'll put it up here. It's like, no, nope. that's not organic. <laughs> it is a slow shopping experience or a slow morning taking your meds. The woman yesterday, I said, okay, why don't you test that one? Okay, why don't you test that one? She's like, I guess I just need to test everything. I was like, yeah, let's just have you test everything. Because for her, it was so important in her body chemistry that I didn't want to say, take that every day, you know, because it'll accumulate if she's not, you know, doing it. So she's going to do genetics and maybe we'll be able to find some extra pieces that go with uh, it with the genetic. We promised you're, our you're, listeners. You're to take a detour. I do, I do, I okay. do. I've been and, chomping yeah. at the bit and, since you sent me some information right. earlier yeah. this week. Right, right. And, and we've got about five and a half minutes left in this segment. And, and by the way, this but is Ultra Life Today. You're listening to Mary Jane Fry, Farm D. We're having a lot of fun here, by the way. Yep. And Adam Payne's down on the end. Okay. So here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set the stage here. In the connective tissue, there's unique cells that are part of our immune system vigilance. They're called mast cells. Um, Mast cells are, um, so our body is full of different sentinel cells and different cells that are responsible for immune regulation. And mast cells seem to play a very important role in connective tissue, the tendons, the ligaments, the fascia, all those parts Mm -hmm. of the body that are not directly connected to necessarily blood circulation. What I was fascinated to find was that mast cells have little pockets of immune regulating molecules in them, like uh, they're called granulocytes, Mm -hmm. right? And some of these granulocytes have histamines in them. Some of them have uh, other things that have to do with regulating the immune system in a particular way. And when the mast cell gets activated in a particular manner, it degranulates or opens up those pockets that then release these immune modulators and these immune signaling uh, molecules into the space around where the uh, where these mast cells are. So, what what have you found with with yeah. these with these th- these cells? Well, mostly what I've dove into so far is just the histamine side of right. When we were learning about allergies in pharmacy school, there was chromalin sodium was just coming on the market, and so it was if you can stabilize the mast cells, then you're stopping the allergic reaction earlier instead of just sopping it up. And so that's why I try to explain to people when it comes to just basic um, histamine and antihistamines is if you're taking an antihistamine, you're at the end of the process and you're just sopping it up, trying to dry it up. And that's why you get the drying side of it all. But right. if we can stabilize that mast cell with quercetin or chromalin, then it strengthens the outer lining to where they they can't burst. Right, so they're not actually activating. So I, what I'm what I'm reading here from the internet is 
Uh, two of the granules, uh, one is rich in heparin, which is interesting. That is interesting. Yeah, and, uh, and we can talk about the function of heparin in a second. And the other is histamine. So let's imagine the body needs is recognizing an insult that the mast cell then says, I am going to do my duty, and it releases that packet of histamines. What happens when histamines are released into a tissue? What, what does the body experience? Well, it's an inflammatory process. Yes. So it's causing damage to the other tissues. So causing you get, inflammation you, and swelling. Right. So it actually recruits in other immune cells into the space. We get swelling. Mm-hmm. I know when I get a histamine reaction in my skin, everything turns red. It's right. like a uh, everywhere I scratch on my skin, it's like we call it hives, right? That's a, that's mm-hmm. a hit, the classic histamine reaction. When we get an allergic uh, attack, we get our nose swells up, we get stuffy nose, our eyes turn red. It's like the blood vessels suddenly become inflamed, bringing more blood to the tissues. Why do you think heparin would be there? But imagine, I mean, if there, imagine there was an insult like an injury, right? And you would want heparin to be released into the tissues in order to. Uh, blood thinning, blood thinning blood right? Flush, yep. Right, so if you get like uh, clots in underneath the skin near the connective tissue, you don't want those clots to be affa- attaching to the connective tissue. So the heparin release would be like saying, get out of here, blood. We don't want you to Isn't be coagulating. Isn't that fascinating that the cells can do that? Yes. That's, it's that's crazy. Really and cool. it really is cool. Yeah, that really is cool. So quercetin has gotten to be the big word since COVID started because the cytokine storms, um, they started talking about quercetin as helping to calm those cytokine storms. Right. It can, uh, so IL-6. Everybody was taking quercetin, you know. As also as a cofactor for zinc, right? Because zinc right. needs a cofactor and, and quercetin has been studied for its ability to help shuttle zinc into the cell. Did you know, and I'm sure you know this, and I'm, this is kind of a, this is one of the, what lawyers call a leading question. Did you know that quercetin doesn't absorb well into the body? No, I didn't know that. Really. Okay, hold that thought. <laughs> we will be back. This is Ultra Life today, and Adam Payne is mercilessly grilling us here and asking us questions. I'm, anyway, I'm, that's Adam no Payne on the end. In, in this courtroom. That's Adam Payne, CEO of Ultra Botanica, Mary Jane Fry, PharmD, nutritional consultant. I'm Josh Bellew. This is Ultra Life today. Join hosts Adam Payne and Josh Bellew from Ultra Botanica, Saturday mornings from 9 to 10 a.m. for Ultra Life Today. Get new health information from fascinating experts to help you live your Ultra Life Today. We'll be taking your calls and giving away free life-changing Ultra Botanica products. Ultra Life Today, Saturday mornings from 9 to 10 a.m. Welcome back to Ultra Life Today. I'm Josh Bellew. Adam Payne, CEO of Ultra Botanica, is on the end. And we have Mary Jane Fry, our guest, once again on this segment. Uh, she's a farm D. She's uh, from our own neck of the woods, Oklahoma City here. I'd like to tell you how you can reach her. You can reach her at medicpharmacy at sbcglobal.net if you'd like to send an email to her. That's medic, M-E-D-I-C, pharmacy, at sbcglobal.net. You can reach her by phone at 405-755-3921. That's 405-755-3921. And then the website is medicokc.com. That's M-E-D-I-C-O-K-C.com. 
Yes, quercetin is a polyphenol. Okay. It has two phenolic rings on it, and it loves to bind to itself. And when it's bound to itself, it is insoluble in water, just mm. like curcumin. And guess what we can do with, with uh, insoluble polyphenols here at Ultra Botanica? Special things. Special things. things. <laughs> That's right. Yes, that L liquid to... protein scaffold technology, right? Very cool. It is cool. It's what allows us to get curcumin into the body. We have curcumin conjugates with whey protein, brown rice protein, and acetylcysteine. But our favorites are whey protein and brown rice protein. But the same technology that works with curcumin that gets curcumin into the body at exponential levels so that people actually experience the difference, right? Mm -hmm. To the chagrin of other companies that begin with the letter X. Yes, they don't like <laughs> us because, and I, I was talking to, um, who's over at Flourish Pharmacy? Keith Bishop. Keith Bishop. Yep. And he was telling us that they're, uh, they've heard directly from the reps of other companies how they don't like Ultra Botanica. Because, and, and he was like, well, I'm it sorry works. they don't like it, but it works. It yeah. outperforms everything that they have. That's yeah. right. So the same technology that works with curcumin actually also does the same thing for quercetin. And Keith's brand new favorite. Has Keith been talking to you at the health meetups about his love affair with berberine? Ours and berberine doesn't. is actually a very powerful antimicrobial too. Yep. So it wipes yes. out commensals. Right, right. right. Does, so that yeah. when we bind it to the protein, none of it gets into the colon. And so it doesn't mess with gut flora if you can get it to absorb in the body. So we do have a berberine conjugate with whey protein. And we have one with a product called Ultra Metabolic. That's, yep. I think that's the whey protein also. We're yeah. talking about those histaminic reactions. And then we took a, you we know, took a nose dive. A, or well, quercetin no. getting so, <laughs> no, quercetin getting so popular during COVID oh, because that's of right. the cytokine Thank you. storm and the inflammatory response in the body. I had I had COVID about three weeks ago, and I and I was dealing with brain fog for a, a couple weeks. But quercetin is a, is a powerful compound. There was an article that said it's actually more, if you can get it into the cells or to the body, it's more powerful than chromalin in modulating mast cell uh, degranulas, degranulation. So we're really excited about what can be done with quercetin. Yeah, I'm wondering if this will be a game changer for people that, that, that have those kinds of connective tissue issues. Yeah, If that mast cell activation is the, def is the defining characteristic of those syndromes, then being able to prevent or to strengthen the mast cell so it doesn't activate could be a, a, a game changer for them. And I got a question for you, Adam, and Mary Jane, you may know it as well, but Adam's kind of my inflammation guy. He's the guy mm -hmm. that, that takes the deep dive. What is the difference, Adam? Because, you know, we were recognizing in the early days of COVID that getting curcumin in the bloodstream with our technology, um, UltraCur, that... It was also helping mitigate cytokine storms and in individuals oh, it's, it's that were powerful. coming down. So how does quercetin play into that same space? Or are they coming at it? Is, is it working through different inflammatory pathways so, in the body? So quercetin just it deals with more of the histamine side of the equation. Okay. It does hit IL-6, which is really important for uh, a, a, a number of other different pathways in the body. We've actually developed it more to help support the healthy cell signaling in people that have cancer because right. of um, there's uh, pathways called TLR4 and STAT3 that can be out of balance in people that have cancer. And quercetin uniquely modulates those. And quercetin can, I believe, is a cofactor for P53. 
P53 being the primary apoptosis pathway in a cell, mm. which is responsible for cell death. Curcumin is like the big P53 activator. Right. But a lot of cancer cells, they stop expressing P53. And it's interesting. There's only, so typically there's multiple uh, pathways for a cell to express different ligands or these receptors. And P53 only has one path to, to wow. express P53. And so you, uh, it's common that cancer cells remove P53 and protect themselves inadvertently from dying. Mm -hmm. They become immortal because they don't have the pathway to die anymore, which is fascinating. Um, yeah, that's just the, the body's mechanisms gone haywire. Exactly. It's yeah. one thing contributing to why a cancer cell is what it is. Right? Yeah. 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 Interesting, huh? So where are we here? Well, we, we kind of are. I, you know, one of the things I wanted uh, that I love whenever we have practitioners like Mary Jane and Kenzie Taylor and Dr. Frank in, I love them to share a few stories related to specific issues that people have come in with. Like, for instance, Mary Jane. Do you actually have people come in like this doctor's wife that was reading at the side of the pool and began to weep and says, this is me, this is me? Do you have ladies that come in that are going through these hormonal crises and it's like their husband is going, who is this person? And their children are going, who is this person? And then you put them on a path. Can you think of a personal story to you like that where it just all of a sudden the light has come on and the person is normal. And how long does that take for people when you're, when you're doing things in the hormonal system? Is it like months and months or do things begin to change quickly when you begin to uh, administer after you've tested? Everything is dependent on the person and it's the timing of when, when they come in. Okay. So I think now I have practitioners who are referring patients to me earlier on. A woman yesterday came in going, I'm really not that bad. I'm just a little bit off. And she had low B12 and she had um, borderline low vitamin D and she had a couple other issues. And so I think we're going to be able to make differences in a hurry nice. for her with fatigue. And it wasn't really the hormones yet. Okay. She was in her 40s. And I said, hey, you know, we've got a good look at what the hormones are doing, but everything's still working pretty much. Then, you know, you get somebody who is just over the hump of menopause and you fix a couple things and it just snaps right back on and it's fast. Wow. Other people, it's going to be a long process because the gut's gotten messed up. The stressors are out of control right now. Inflammation, you know, COVID bred overweight, mm. bred stress, and we're trying to dig into all of those. And so it's not a, you're going to be well in a week. So a lot of that is related to the genetics also, because all of these SNPs that we look at in the genetic piece are light switches. Right. And they can be turned on or turned off. And reasons they're turned on are trauma, are hormone changes, are infections, Right. Um, everything that can turn a switch on or off is going to affect where you are in your cycle. So if you can change your exercise, if you can get better sleep, if you can eat better, get rid of sugar, get rid of inflammatory foods, it's going to be able to turn those switches back off. 
So it depends on how long the switch has been turned on, right. how long it's going to take for that switch to get turned back off. Yeah, and there is no one-size-fits-all, right? But right. It, but the problem with that MTHFR is that everybody that's been tested, if even if they're homozygous, they're like, oh, I'm MTHFR, I have to take 15 milligrams of methylfolate. And but that's not one-size-fits-all. It's right. not one-size-fits-all. And it's, let's look at the rest of that pathway. Let's look at what's going on with inflammation and oxidative stress. Because you might not need that large of a dose. And it might actually be causing you anxiety because you've got too much going on. Boy, we, we need more people like you out in the world helping people. Most of us folks go through life completely oblivious to what's really going on with us genomically and biochemically. To just, we need to be starting from that perspective. We need to know whether we're MTHFR uh, recessive or homozygous. What is it? Homozygous or non? Homozygous or heterozygous. Heterozygous. heterozygous which means whether you do you methylate or do you not methylate? And there are so many different methylation genes. We need to know that first. A lot of us start there, start learning, learning about other things, and then we learn about our methylation pathways after the fact. It's so, so, so important to get these kinds of, of tests. Mary Jane, where can, can people call you to start a journey with you? Medic Pharmacy at sbcglobal.net is a way that you can email Mary Jane Fry, and it's medicpharmacy at sbcglobal.net. You can call 405-755-3921. That's 405-755-3921. You can go to their website and reach out to them that way as well at medicokc.com. And uh, we're going to a break now. This is Ultra Life Today. I'm here with Mary Jane Fry, my guest. And I'm Josh Bellew. And Adam Payne is down there. And I guess she's your guest too, Adam. I, we're working. We're, we're each other's guest Working on guest that friendship, today. right? Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, you've joined Ultra Life Today. Thanks so much. 